Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book, I'm a Registered Dietitian, Now What?, where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. Today's conversation is with Ashley Koff, a registered dietitian who wanted nothing to do with the medical field as she headed into her professional life. While she was working in advertising, she started to reflect on her own personal health and realized how important nutrition was in her long-term wellness. She went back to school and became a registered dietitian and is currently on a mission to help people achieve better health powered by better total nutrition. She is a media expert and specializes in educating doctors, nutritionists, dietitians, and fitness professionals by founding the Better Nutrition Program which offers programs for professionals to use in their practice that assess and advise on total nutrition. Please enjoy my conversation with Ashley. Well, welcome to the podcast, Ashley. I'm very excited to chat with you today. I know that you kind of reached out. We're looking to kind of chat more on podcasts. So thanks for being here. Yeah, totally. It's funny because I used to run my podcast and then I was like, stop doing that. And then I just find that the conver- these are the conversations for great podcasts like yours are, are an awesome way to share what we're doing. So thank you. Yeah. Awesome. I didn't know you had a podcast. I did like way back before people were podcasting. I think we're about five <laughs> years old at this point. Yeah. So my colleague, uh, Robin O'Brien and I did a podcast on fun. Like, you know, we, we did a lot of interviewing uh, really interesting people and it was called takeout, but we were uh, talking a lot about food and health and nutrition, but you know, just, uh, yeah, it was fun. And it was a great way to have, I mean, what I love about it is such a great way to have conversations with people. You know what yes. I mean? Like, so, um, yeah, very cool. I'm glad that you're doing it. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Well, how about we start with, um, let's start with you. When did you kind of think that dietetics was something you wanted to get into and make it a profession? Um, so that may have never happened. I might still be waiting for that to happen. So it's like, it sort of, it sort of happened accidentally for me <laughs> uh, on that part. So I, you know, growing up, I, my dad was a, um, a pediatric surgeon and um, I was around a lot of medicine and I was like allergic to everything to do with medicine. I was like, this is, I want nothing to do with this. You know, and I even like worked in his office and I, you know, I love the people that were there, but I never met a dietitian. Um, and I, I had actually fallen in love with it, with advertising as a career inspired by, um, a TV show I watched when I was a kid called Who's the Boss? And I loved Angela yeah. Bauer and I just thought she was the best, right? And <laughs> yes. She was also like, so like tall and blonde. And I was like, oh, here, you know, me and Tony Dan's is at home. I'm like, I'm going to do what she's doing. <laughs> so I went that whole route. And um, true story, I also went and sold, uh, created sugar cereals. So I worked on Smart Start and Raisin oh. Bran Crunch and sold them. And um, you know, like did all of this absolutely the opposite of what dietetics and, and nutrition is today. Um, but in working with my client Kellogg's at the time, um, I met dietitians because they were actually a part of, you know, their business. Um, and I didn't, I certainly didn't think real highly or like, or just honestly think at all about it, you know, from a professional standpoint. Um, and so I had a, sort of a healthcare crisis that I, I was not able to solve and was trying to figure different things out. And ultimately became really interested in personalized nutrition and digestive health. And, um, and I was like, okay, I guess there's this career called being a dietitian. And even when I told my dad, and by then my brother was also a doctor and my now sister-in-law is a doctor. And when I told my friends who were doctors, they're like, you're going to do what? Like, what are you (laughs) thinking? Because I think at the time, everybody thought like a dietitian was like, you know, writing tube feed prescriptions, what color jello do you get, you know, kind of thing. So it didn't, um, it really did not have, it was accidental. It was a way for me to start on this nutrition thing that I was really interested in. Um, And all along the way, I actually, I really rebelled because I felt like what I was learning didn't align with what my own experience had been in terms of what had helped me heal and how I got better, you know, and these kinds of things. So um, as I say, it was like, you know, I just kind of have gone, gone along for the ride and um, never really thought about a career in dietetics. Um, I really have always thought about teaching and helping people, you know, and helping people and doing all these other things. And my vehicle for doing it ultimately ended up being in dietetics. Yeah. 
That's that is that is the most unique story I think I've ever heard. For oh, there you go. Path. Yeah, <laughs> just because you know, usually, well, I mean, like you have that medical background with your family, and I can see where you want to go like complete opposite. You're like, I want nothing to do with it. But then when you have that personal experience, and it it's something sometimes it just triggers something inside of us when we're like, ooh, but now it's affecting me. Right. Exactly. And and it was one of those where. I won't go too far in depth. I I end up usually turning into like a stand-up comedy routine. But, you know, I try, like as a kid, I mean, I never thought there was anything wrong with me. I just thought as a kid, I had a belly. And so as a result, I was like, I need to diet better, you know? And so I did all the like diets du jour in the 80s, you know, and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then in college, I met people who had, you know, true eating disorders, but I was just jealous that they were more successful at weight loss than I was. So I was like, let me try the things that, like, and I could never quite try what it was they were doing, thankfully, you know, and, and, you know, and I have full respect for, you know, I'm not trying to make light of eating disorder, but I certainly, you know, had disordered eating along the way because of that. Um, And then, you know, like so many of my clients, you know, I had a try, I'd been on different medications um, for for various different things, but, you know, it was always pretty healthy. And then it's like that, that like confluence of events happened for me in my early twenties. And I was crippled with anxiety. I had uh, skin issues. I had digestive issues, like kind of all come out of, and you know, everywhere at once. And then of course, when I'm in a dietetic internship later, it was like even worse, you know, because of the stress. Sure. And so you figure it ultimately it was, you know, it actually had nothing to do with what I was eating, even though I kept chasing an eating story uh, it ultimately had to do with I was on antibiotics my whole childhood because I had ear and throat infections and oh. I had no my digestive system was a mess and sure. I had you know no, nothing on that part so you know it, it's like uh, my mom always makes a joke she's like I know I know I didn't breastfeed you you know like tell your therapist how awful I am I'm like <laughs> no it was actually the inappropriate use of uh, antibiotics you know over the course of the years that you know whatever and so yeah you know, we always giggle about those pieces but yeah so you know, when you when you have that profound personal experience, and when I say try things, I mean, I was macrobiotic, I was vegan, I was a yogi twice a day, like didn't drink. And I mean, I, I was so extreme in so many different things. And when none of them actually helped me, um, including, you know, going to a therapist trying to work on all of it, like, all these things are great. Like, I'm so glad I did all of them. But nothing actually helped me feel better until I worked on nutritionally repairing my digestive system. I was like, oh, and the whole time the medical system was basically like, there's nothing wrong with you except for maybe like you could use some mental health support, like, you know, that kind of thing. And (laughs) so I have a lot of like a lot of empathy for people who, you know, have gone down that path. And I think that was ultimately what helped me. But unfortunately, our dietetic training, especially at that time, still was very one size fits all. And so I wouldn't have found my answers in the, the dietetic nutrition world, you know, like people would just, they were giving the same worksheet out for, you know, constipation and diarrhea, like IBS, you know, that kind of thing. So it had to, it it all had to evolve. Yeah. So you, so, I mean, obviously you worked in advertising and then you went back to school and did your art. So did you have to start all over again? Did you like go through undergrad and the whole thing or did you have things already done? Yeah, because I had proudly, like, I mean, I used to call my parents and be like, look at me avoiding science drive. Like, I want nothing to do with that. So I essentially had to do all the science, um, you know, those 13 courses. Um, and uh, and it was great. I, w- I went to NYU to do that. I was such a geek. I mean, I loved it. It was like in my late 20s, I was in there, you know, like, uh, and, and so cool to do it in New York City, too. And this at the time, like the first Whole Foods was opening up there, like, oh. you know, across the river. Like, so there was really cool. There were very cool. Um, you know, there was an integrative uh, medicine center that the first one that was opening up in Soho. So like some really cool things that I got to engage in by having by being in school for nutrition in uh, in New York City at the time. Um, but, yeah, I pretty much had to go back and do all of it. Uh, and then. I didn't do the master's. Um, I went out for my internship at, um, out to California and I never came back. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, that was a different twist then too. You went from one coast to the next. <laughs> oh, totally. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I'm assuming with your, like you kind of mentioned how traditional medicine, traditional dietetics, that type of stuff has kind of led you to where you are today. So maybe share kind of that path after your internship and what did that kind of look like as far as navigating your career? Yeah. I love when, uh, especially when I get um, students today being like, Oh, I just, 
I see your career and I want to be just like you. I'm like, well, if you could tell me, first of all, what just like me is like, is it you want to be on TV or you want it like, you know, yeah. I mean, they're just, you know, like, oh, I want to write a book. I want to do so I'm like, there is nothing about this that was anything other than a really like, I, I would not just say it's luck. Like my dad has this, um, I think it's the Louis Pasteur um, uh, quote and it's chance favors the prepared. And so I think that like all of these things that I was doing were like, cons- and I still look at that and I still say like, you know, we're, we're aggregating to put me in the right place at the right time. Um, but I think like many of our colleagues, you know, I left my internship. So one of the things that happened to me during my internship that you know, tends to happen when you're in Los Angeles. But I had a friend from college who had a friend who I had met and he happened to be a young publicist. And he's like, okay, I just need someone to help my clients with nutrition. At the time, there was nobody. Like there were very few like Hollywood nutritionists, et cetera. And so I started like while I was in my internship, you know, at County Hospital, like which is where they filmed the like genesis of ER, like, I mean, nothing oh, sure. special or, or bells and whistles about it. But then my, by night I was working with celebrities. Uh, like I started off with one and then like kind of, you know, and was working with them. And also like, I mean, this is so, I'm so old. Like we had a, I had a pager and they paged <laughs> me like, um, you know, and then I would get, a, I would get paged on the elevators were horrible at County and I'd get paged and I'm on like the seventh floor for cardio and my, um, for cardiovascular and my phone, I could only use the phone in the dietetic office, which was on the second floor. And I would get these pagers and I would run down and it would be unnamed celebrity who was like, I know I shouldn't eat donuts. I know I have the swimsuit th- scene, but I'm like, I'm just really craving them. Is there anything that I should take? You know, like a supplement. Oh I'm like, gosh. no, you know what I mean? Like literally <laughs> like, I mean, that was my day, right? I'm working for free at this hospital and here's this, <laughs> but you know, they're paying me and we're doing this. And, and some of them obviously had real, you know, they had things going on, but that was my life. And so one side of it was coming out of, um, coming out of uh, my training and coming out of the internship there, I already had some clients in that regard. Um, and then I did probably what many of us have done is I took like 12 jobs. You know, I, I were, mm-hmm. I was the head of a program for families, a weight loss program for, and like, it was a weight loss program from adults that a doctor ran, but she started also having it be for kids. And I was like, whoa, whoa, we're not doing that. We've got to yeah. position it as like he- healthy eating and, you know, that kind of thing. And then we're, and just did a bunch of other things, which led to a bunch of other things. Um, and it kind of all coalesced in, for me, it was always, how can I, like, I've had a personal mission to help people get and stay healthy, powered by better nutrition. And so it was always about, like, how can I either be helping people understand what better nutrition is and isn't, and that even meant working with companies to see if I could impact their marketing or their product development or, you know, any of those pieces. And at the same time, working with patients and at the same time, like, I created this service for um, the entertainment business where we had uh, we went in and made did makeovers of the craft services on TV and movie sets so that there were oh, better wow. options there for my clients. So it was just all, always random, like things were coming up. But, you know, I feel like that's a, that's a commonality with our colleagues where it's always like there's so many you end up with all these different jobs. And then at a certain point, I was like, OK, like this is not I remember one time I was like, I'm driving 90 minutes getting paid $90. It takes, I'm there with my client for like, he was a super sweet kid. I'm there with him for, you know, 60 minutes, um, going hiking, probably doing more family therapy than anything else, driving 90 minutes back, you know, and like the whole thing. And I was like, all right, at a certain point, I've got to turn around and be like, what's the business model here? You know? And so that was where I got more into like, you know, some of those key pieces. Um, and, and then also decided to take advantage of up or create opportunities to, you know, be to, to create a larger platform, et cetera. So did that lead to your current um, program? And ah, then your current so where business? I am. Yeah. yeah. Totally. So yes and no, right. All paths lead to the same place and none of the paths would, did I think would lead to Columbus, Ohio and running uh, a hybrid, you know, a nutrition tech company, right. On, on, on that side of things. But um, a big piece happened. I was the, I became the California state representative for the Let's Move campaign, which is really just a title. But it, it, I, I ended up, and I, I shouldn't say this, it's not that other state representatives or the program was just a title. I, I didn't actually do that much, but it opened my door to what was going on in D.C. at the time and in that administration. And through random, like a conversation with a chef friend of mine who he was like, why aren't you living here? I'm like, that's a good question. Like it worked with my personal life. I was like, I'm going to come. So I moved to DC, went there and started trying to just insert myself, literally 
just trying to insert myself into conversations, programs, things that to create change with from within government and you know that part and did not succeed certainly personally didn't succeed um and i think a lot of the initiatives that i was interested in did not succeed so that really helped me see like that there this needs to happen through public private partnership and i like we as practitioners need to step up and try to be the change and create the change as opposed to waiting for like our big professional organizations or others you know to, to change it government wise so in that one of the things that I, I was kind of exposed to was within personalized nutrition. And I was doing a lot also digital health has started to be, you know, more and more, you know, we had jawbones and Fitbits and these kinds of things. And I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, but we're still just tracking the same, like, we're just getting a lot of data. Like, how do you actually create behavior change? And so the genesis of my now company was you have to be able to show people where they are and what's working and what's not working as opposed to just give them data and the showing versus the telling, you know, everybody can tell you kale is good for you because of this, or these things have this, but unless somebody says to you, like, unless you can actually, or one of my favorites is like, everyone can say like eat a rainbow, but the real question is like, Anne Elizabeth, what color didn't you get in yesterday? Do you know what I mean? Like that's what yes. we need to answer. And there weren't any tools that existed to say, hey, did you, what colors did, did you, like, if I say to someone, every color does something different for your body. So which body parts yesterday didn't get what they need to run better? And is that consistently mm. happening? Well, that's, that's a powerful message. But mm -hmm. what we were delivering instead was eat a rainbow. And so I started creating these quizzes where I was like, did you get in this? Did you get in this? Oh, well, mm. if you got in this, it might, you might, all, and you also got in this, there might be a problem there. Or if you're taking this, got in this, or if you did this exercise and did this, you know, so I started doing that for nutrients, for systems, et cetera. And that's how our toolkit was born, which we then started offering to practitioners because I knew that if I could support practitioners in offering personalized nutrition, I could actually help them compete better against this increasing direct to consumer marketplace where it's, you know, they're, you're, they're selling supplements or they're selling stool tests or they're selling genetic tests directly to you and not including your practitioner. And I wanted practitioners to have a way to compete better. So that's actually how the current company started. And then we put, um, I've been running programs for years in my practice. And part of what differentiates our programs is I include these kinds of tools in there so we can ask these questions. So somebody can actually see instead of like saying like, oh, magnesium helps you turn off the stress response, which it does. But then a lot of people just go out and take a magnesium supplement. And I'm like, well, what about eating magnesium? Like, what if we spent the next week seeing, how, are you eating magnesium? Are you, do, what do you need from a supplement standpoint, maybe to complete that? But also how does that affect your calcium intake? And thus our calcium and magnesium optimizer program was born. And so what we now offer from a company standpoint are those programs for consumers and practitioners to offer to their patients um, that they can go through those and they're app based and they include uh, coaching within them as well. So that we know that, you, you know, you've got to, it's not just knowing this stuff. You've got to have somebody who can help you figure out like, how do you actually do it? And so that's where we arrived today. So a, a, a path of a lot of failures, honestly, you know, a lot of trying a lot of things that didn't move the needle at the, to help enough people. And here I am with this like pretty significant mission that I want to help like this country and maybe the world get to stay healthy. And so I was like, how do I do this? You know, on that part. So, so I'm on my way. I'm, I'm a little further along now. <laughs> on well, that part. I mean, like I love, well, and I, I think like you were probably with the let's move program. Like that's kind of what we thought that program was going to do in a way. And then right. you were like, okay, well that didn't work out. So now didn't I'm going to, yep. I'm going to take it into my own hands and I'm going to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, at the, I remember, like, the, a pivotal moment, and I was like, okay, so, yes, like, you're, like, I get what Let's Move is, is doing, and there were amazing things that came out of that, like, all of that work, and I'm, I'm really grateful for a lot of it, uh, for the impact and, and awareness, you know, but when Subway, and this is not to, like, pick on Subway, but for me, I had a moment, and I was like, okay, like, Subway is now making a commitment, and then there was a yogurt company that was making a commitment, it was all about their calories, reducing the calories. And I was like, wait, or, or you're pulling this out. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, like, we're actually not creating better food, and not promoting something better. And um, that like that, that just for me, that was a compromise that I was like, this isn't we're, we're not going to get people where we need to go this way. Like, it just isn't going to happen. So um, that was yeah, big wake up call on that part. 
Interesting. And I do like, um, I will say, like, I think as dietitians, we do a great job selling the science. Like you said, magnesium and calcium and all Mm -hmm. these things, but we don't sell the applicable way of relating it to individuals, like you said, with the food. So I love that you address it that way. Yeah, thank you. And it's so important because what we're competing against, like we're not competing against each other. Like a lot of times people, like I'll have colleagues because now I work with a lot of, you know, practitioners and their businesses and they'll be like, oh, well, there's this other dietitian. I'm like, that's like not your competition at all. Like your competition Mm -hmm. is what somebody can Google. Your competition is Noom. Your competition is, you know, Everly Well, where they're taking a stool test and telling them to avoid almonds. And then you find out they were eating almonds. So if they had a really irritated digestive system, it's like, duh, like, duh. All that test did was tell you that like, what you knew about yourself, you already knew, like, you know, on that part. And so I'm like, how do we compete better? Well, we've got to, we've actually got to be pretty bold and get more comfortable, you know, being clear that like we are, we're your personalized nutrition resource, because we're going to look at everything that's going on and come in and help you understand, like, at the core, is your body getting what it needs to run better? And I even from that, one of the things that I realized coming out of uh, the, my work with Let's Move and some of the other stuff in DC was, there was no working definition. There is no definition for better nutrition. So I like I created one because I was like, this is absurd to me. There's poor nutrition. There's definition of nutrition. There's definition of good nutrition. There's all these like, you know, health messages that the government was putting out. But I'm like, until we have a definition that based and, you know, so the definition of better nutrition that I created is Better nutrition is giving your body today what it needs to run better while reducing or avoiding what can irritate, overwhelm, and disrupt its efforts. And I was like, just in that message there, you understand it's about you, the person, not somebody else. You understand it's time sensitive. So it's going to be different today versus 10 years from now or even next season, you know, on that part. And it's not just about what you take in. It's also about what you exclude. And if we don't have that operationally, we don't have a way. And so what I encourage with any dietitian is it's really important for you to come in and, and, and have that communication and share that communication, you know, moving forward um, because to differentiate yourself, you know, because that isn't what a, like if I go online, um, somebody selling digestive uh, supplements and saying that like they're personalized. And I was like, okay, but you go on there and they're asking you questions and there's no way that they're the questions that's going to actually answer from a personalized standpoint. Right. So right. it's like, until, until we step up at, like, and I'm really public about saying, until we step up and say, actually that lab test that told you even like your doctor giving you a CBC test and uh, telling lab test and telling you you're low in iron and then telling you to take an iron supplement, that's not personalized. Like, somebody has to look at why, because if you're eating a lot of iron rich foods and your iron is still low, then there is a problem there. It's not the supplement solution, you know, like Mm -hmm. on that piece. So it's just, we need to do a better job at, you know, of of being really bold and saying like, Hey, I do, I do, this is the work that I do for you. Just like a lawyer or anybody else is going to do different work than a non, you know, than, than the consumer facing option that somebody can buy. Yeah. It's important today. Well, and like you said, too, dietitians, we're not competing against each other. We're competing against all these other easy, accessible things that people are looking for in a snap second. Right. And we've got to be out there and putting ourselves saying, hey, you know, we can actually help you and we can do all the things, not just give you a supplement, not just do this. So that's I think that approach is so, so important for all dietitians. And we also have to challenge ourselves. Part of the reasons I created my toolkit for dietitians is because, um, and from a practitioner standpoint, is because if you're not doing that, if you're not getting all of that information, even as a dietitian, you're then you're not you're also not doing better. Like in that part, you know. So you can't be. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't want to be part of maintaining a system that doesn't work for people. So you know, it's not that helpful to actually do Instagram posts about the the colors of the rainbow and telling people why the colors are good. Like, okay, maybe, but you really have to go the next step and say, so which color didn't you get in? Like, and let me help you figure out how to get that color in. And that might mean spices, that might mean teas, that might mean, oh, it might mean a supplement, you know, or or something like that. But like, let's actually, let me take it that next step and not just be in the business of telling you what is better for you or for people in general. And I think that's a place where I feel like our profession needs to needs more support, but also needs to engage uh, in, in, in pushing the needle uh, to be more successful as well. 
Oh, I like that. So, okay. So obviously you help, you said you do stuff for the consumer and you do stuff for the dietitian. So you have a dietitian toolkit like that. So share more about like the whole dynamic of the better nutrition program. Yeah. So absolutely everything that we do is to empower the practitioner and patient relationship. So we will never do something directly with a patient that excludes a practitioner. I don't believe in it. I'm a practitioner myself. So when I say we do things direct to a consumer, we actually help consumers understand why they need a partnership with a practitioner to do this better. So we tee up, we're we're like essentially a marketing agency, if you will, for, for a dietitian or a doctor and, and we're not, we're not specifically for dietitians. It's just in you and I talking, like it's very easy to be clear about how, how this is um, helps optimize. And one of the reasons I'm not specifically for dietitians is that a lot of times I explain and I show a doctor why the value of then having nutrition professionals work with them, like where mm-hmm. it's, they don't have to be doing it on their own. So what we will do is you, our communications that are out there will attract in individuals either through their practitioner or if they're hearing me talk or something like that and they come in and then we either direct them back to their practitioner and say by saying, here's this program that your practitioner offers, or here's the services that your practitioner offers, whether they're using the toolkit or the programs, et cetera. Or if they don't, because some people have doctors or other practitioners who just don't want to get involved in their nutrition side of things, then we'll say to them, and we also have practitioners that we know that are using our tools or are using our um, who are, uh, are offering our programs, would you like us to connect you with one of them? And we can do it that way. But our goal is really to empower that practitioner-patient relationship. So I, we're not trying to pull anyone away from their practitioner. It's just in, in some cases, they might not have access to a practitioner that wants to work on this with them. And then our programs are really like this high-caliber um, full service, you know, personalized nutrition and lifestyle programs that can be dropped into any practitioner's business. So if you're a dietitian and you want to offer a rainbow challenge, a sweet taste bud reset, a digestive tune-up, uh, if you want to offer a men's health program, and let's say you, you don't really have an expertise in men's nutrition, but you want to be able, you have a, maybe you have a female who I'll be stereotypical. Maybe you have a female patient because you work in fertility, but you there, her boyfriend or partner or whatever wants to, you know, work on his nutrition, or we're recommending that you could then offer them the men's program, and they would go through that. And they have they have a coach as they go through that piece, but we still keep you the practitioner involved. So you you're, we're, we're doing it as really like an extension of your practice or your business in that way. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a pretty, it's a more complex business model than if I was just a business person looking externally and saying like, oh, let me create something, an easy way to offer programs for people. But because of my commitment to practitioners, I I needed it to be more complex so that we can empower that collaboration. And what it really does is we need to extend the amount of time that patients are staying with their practitioners, in particular nutrition professionals. I think the average like across the country, and this, I think it's also because it includes hospital dietetics, even in outpatient. So I understand this, but it's 1.2 sessions. That's oh the gosh. average. Well, nobody it's gets terrible. I know. <laughs> nobody gets better in 1.2 sessions, no. right? Like, come on. Like, I, we don't even get better. Like, I want you to be with me more than 1.2 years. I still have yeah. people, you know, 15, year, 15 years later that are like, oh, hey, gosh. Ashley, just wanted to check in with you on this, you know, supplement or this. Hey, you, we worked on this. And what do you think? Or how can I customize it? And the way that we do that is by helping them see your value consistently over time. And so when you have somebody do a rainbow challenge as we're going through it, you, you have them hearing in the content and the information. Remember, we're, we're, we're evaluating this in the here and now, but I bet that you eat differently in the summer versus the, the winter. So it's sure. going to be really important for you to revisit this. Well, we've just teed up that extension of the relationship on that part. Um, so, for example, one of my colleagues, an incredible dietitian, she's um, working in the genomic testing area, and she, she's just a brilliant at assessing people um, through using testing and going through and being clear about, you know, nutrigenomics. Um, how now I have a blueprint to understand you better, and now let's look at you know what your goals are and how do we do that. But she's like, okay, that's really, that's expensive, complicated work that I'm doing. 
but now I need somebody to help my patient get in more B vitamins, like in particular choline, because that's something that we've identified, you know, it's really important. So then she's like, okay, I want your, I, I, I will recommend them um, and I'll refer them and they'll purchase it through her, a program, and they come through and they go through that program and they learn, and, you know, and she's like, okay, I know my patient is getting that, but I don't have to spend the time on it, but I'm actually still revenue generating and I get a report from you like that kind of thing, or she just had a patient who did our continuous glucose monitor program, mm. which, you know, is different. Like there are yeah. all these direct to consumer right now where you, healthy people can wear continuous or, or people without diabetes can wear a continuous glucose monitor, but they're using them the wrong way. They're using them to just reduce carbs. Like that's uh, like it, across the board. It's like, Oh, look, I can lower, I can yeah. keep more time in range <laughs> or lower it. And I'm like, hold on a second. What about your sleep? What about your hormones? What about your exercise? What about your, you know, all these, there's 40 factors plus, you know, 40 plus factors that affect our glucose. So we do challenges throughout our program. And the idea of doing a two week um, continuous glucose monitor program is to actually see what affects your blood sugar. So then you and your practitioner can work on that. So it's like real time information. That's like a lab test that you can see that's going to be better than a hemoglobin A1C to really help us start to understand because we have plenty of people who have like a totally normal healthy hemoglobin a1c's but their blood sugars all over the place right and we know that that's problematic for them but it isn't just their carbs it's their sleep you know it's their you know what they're doing so i think in that regard you know when we create programs like that and we empower practitioners to use those over time we suddenly help somebody can see how what we're going to accomplish over a year together becomes much more doable um, and for the, the practitioner is also profitable. And at the end of the day, we're running businesses. So we've got to, you know, we've got to be able to do that from a business standpoint. That's really awesome. So how, if you, if dietitians are listening today to you and your business, mm-hmm. how can we work with you or how can we get involved in your program? Yeah, absolutely. So you can go to, the easiest thing to do is to go to the Better Nutrition Program. You can check out the toolkit. I highly recommend it. It's, um, you know, it's a one-time purchase. So you have lifetime access to your tools um, and it just will make your private practice. If you're doing private practice or your group practice, any of those pieces so much more effective because you have something that you can show somebody how they, um, where they're at, and then you can re-show them, right? Without having to run tests and do all this other stuff. So it becomes really, you know, helpful on that part. We've got menus and guides and they also double as great marketing materials for you. So um, there's that. And then if you're interested in the programs, um, I would recommend just clicking on our programs page under Get Started, and you'll see there that it says you can download your starter kit. You can, of course, come to a demo and sign up for a demo. I usually recommend people download the starter kit first um, because you'll see everything in there. We describe the process. We show you the pricing. We give you all the marketing materials. Like We have done it all for you within there. And then you can come to a demo and be like, okay, now here's what I'm trying to figure out, Ashley. Like I had somebody who said to me, I'm a dietitian who works in a practice of, of um, uh, cardiologists, and I want them all to be able to know that I now offer all these programs. And I was like, okay, here's how we go ahead and do that. And you know, I shared that with her. Um, but you can actually see that you can, the nice part about it is you never pay us a dime unless you decide to have anyone go through a program. And when you when they go through the program, we set you up with your own, we, we, have, a, we have Slack, so we have, um, I call them VI practitioner instead of VIP, very important practitioner channel. And you go through and you, you so you would have your own, right? It would be Anne Elizabeth's channel. And then anytime that you either purchase for a client or you're wondering about a program or anything else like that, you can Slack us and we go through and would say to you, hey, here's what we would recommend or here's a good idea. And then you, if you have somebody who purchase, who wants to purchase, then you sell it to them. Um, you can decide to have all the programs on your website and we give you the images for it. And then, you know, you can sell them there, but all of that, your finances, all the nothing to do with us. You come over and you wholesale purchase from us. And then you, and then we're off to the races with, with somebody going through a program and you'll be involved in it. And then we give you a final report. And in our final report, we talk about like, Hey, this person might do really well continuing with coach with, with, with um, a coach from, you know, that they met in the program or um, if not, and it's, it's good for us to, you know, for the dietitian wants to be doing that. Cause a lot of times I hear from a lot of my colleagues that, um, what they don't want to be spending their time on is like going over like meal planning or, um, yes. you know, working with people on, you know, right? Like, and, yes. And I'm like, but there, there's a whole world of people that love doing that. And that's yeah. their zone of genius and they shouldn't be doing the other stuff. And so there's this, we're trying to like, you know, help people, you know, with, with that piece. And so, 
um, in that regard, we help you, you know, figure out what are the, what's that journey look like for your client. Um, so it's really fun. I think it's, uh, you know, I would welcome anybody to uh, pop in. And as I said, if you're, if you just want to connect with me, you can also sign up for a demo and, and learn about it that way as well. Oh my gosh. I just love that you have it all. Like it's just pretty much touch and go. Like, here you go. It, it, it should be. Yeah, it, it definitely should be. And I thought, you know, that because this whole world today of like, I mean, there are all these, like so many of my colleagues, somebody said to me the other day, she's like, I spent $50,000 last year. I'm like, whoa, I just had to pause for a second. I was like, are you sure you don't mean 15 or five zero? No, 50. <clears throat> she's like on courses, marketing services, like all this stuff to try, mm. like all this stuff that I created myself. And I was like, I wanted to like, just hugger through the screen. And I was like, this isn't what you were trained for. This isn't your zone of genius. Like this shouldn't be this hard for you to have people like to connect with people who want your help. Like, so on our end, we're like, we, there are all these people that want your help. Let us help you get them. Like, and let's just, you know, get them moving forward. Um, and the analogy that I always give is I'm constantly at a dinner party on a plane you know, at the dog park, and somebody asked me a question about nutrition. And yes, you can absolutely say, Oh, well, this is what I do professionally. And you can sign up for, you know, we can do a discovery call and that kind of thing. But you know, you can also just turn around, like I said to someone, I said, do me a favor, go home, bite into an apple, you know, don't brush your teeth, but like eat a cucumber, bite or drink a glass of water, <laughs> bite into an apple. And if that apple, if your bites aren't like on a scale of one to 10, if your bites aren't a seven or greater in terms of sweetness, I want you to go to this website and sign up for a sweet taste bud reset. Cause that's like your, cause she was telling me that she's like, gives up sugar, like every year for lunch. She's like, I, then in January, I'm always like, Oh, if I need to, you know, I was like, yeah, it's actually not sugar. Like it could very well be your, and it turns out she's having a ton of stevia and monk fruit, especially her supplements. Uh. And she, she, how wasn't introducing any alkaline formers, you know? And I was like, look, like, I, I don't care. Like if you love coffee, have coffee. But let, what about if you had um, something to counterbalance the acidity there, you're less likely to have a sweet craving, but we've got to reset your crave, your, your taste buds. Um, it's not about your, like a sugar addiction here. It really is about resetting your taste buds so that then we, it makes it easier to make better decisions, right? It's kind of like, I'm not going to tell somebody who's exhausted all day, like a, a, a client with a, a you know a one-year-old who's up in the middle of the night I'm not going to tell her during the day like give up caffeine right. unless I've given her tips to to you know eating and I, whatever that, that are actually doable for her to turn around and, and make sure that she's able to um uh you know have the energy that she needs for her work day you know that kind of thing so sure. I think in that regard you know we uh, it, it gives you so many things that you can just talk about and do pretty quickly on that part which is great that's, and I think as practitioners, as dietitians, like we want, like you said, creating the courses and doing all the things, that's what we think we need to do. But if something's already created, I mean, that, you know, works, that is the way to go for sure. Because exactly, you're going to reach more exactly. people. Yeah. And I've had, I had a couple of my dietitians, so this was interesting. I, it's always observational where they were like, well, but they're going to go through a program and they're going to hear from you and not me. And I was like, well... So, um, that's fair. Like I've been, I've been doing this for a long time. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to teach that in some programs. It's not me. It's like another doctor, you know, or uh, another practitioner, uh, in that part. And I was like, but again, like to your point, like, but I've, I've created it and I know that it works and they're still your patient. Like, so, mm -hmm. I mean, that to me, that just seems silly on that part to be like, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking on patients. Like I have this stuff here that's done for you. Um, we will probably in, by the end of this year have opportunities where you can customize our programs so that if you're like, we can work with you, obviously there will then be a, a fee for it, but we can work with you to incorporate in you, yours. If you want your own video in there, those kinds of things. But I think we've like kind of taken this branding and messaging thing a little bit far where it's like, um, Hey, like they can learn from me and learn from you at the same time. And we can still get great results, you know, in that way. So um, I think that that's like an important thing to consider. Sure. For like, you want to have good branding so that people know, you know, who you are and your service, but it's not going to, they're not going to be concerned if they're working with you on their overall health and they take a, a rainbow challenge program and they learn like, and I'm saying like, okay, this is what I want you to do in the program. Like it's not, that, that shouldn't okay. be too off-putting on that part. Yeah. Well, right. And dietitians, we need to collaborate and use people that have expertise. You know, maybe we are an expert in things, but we also can utilize other expert right. dietitians to help, right. you know, all about yes. helping the client. It's all about helping yeah. the customer. 
And that's what we've done. I mean, with our, with our toolkit and with our programs, you will see uh, just amazing practitioners in here. Um, you know, people have 20, 30 years experience um, doing this, probably in something like genomics less because we haven't had genomics testing in that or nutrigenomics, you know, in that, for that extensive of a time period. But I want, I want to pull those people in because likewise, I, that's who I learn from. Like, I'm not going right. to sit here and like, I don't need to write, like, you don't need to learn from me about histamines, but I went in and asked the practitioners that I see as experts in that area questions. And then my expertise is I developed content for you that engages your patient with you as opposed to sending them what I see so many with like a lot of the lead magnets, the eBooks and things like that, that my colleagues spend so much time and money developing like one of them. And we've got like hundreds, but I go in and I read and I'm like, Oh my God, your ebook is so good. So you know, what's going to happen when I read it? And they're like, what? I'm like, I don't need you ever. Like, that's not good. Like it's just done. Like they just, cause I had somebody and she was like, I don't get it. I get so many downloads. It's like everybody downloads my five, the top five supplements for stress or whatever her thing was. And she's like, like, but almost no one is then signing up to work with me. I'm like, you literally told them what to get at Amazon. What? Like you, you went in there and you were like, here's that. I'm like, they're done. Like they're done. Like, please don't do that. You know, I'm like, mm -hmm. that's where my, my selling sugared cereals. I'm like, ah, you have to actually keep them, you know, you have to show them how to want you and what they're going to get from you that they can't get anywhere else. And if we don't do that, they are going to go to the other else's for sure. That's so true. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. so true. Well, I love, I love the approach that you have. I mean, this is a very unique, I never knew, I didn't even look into you because I was like, I want to hear from her what her program is about. So I feel like there's a lot of dietitians that don't know that your stuff's available. So I definitely will connect all that in the show notes for people to, to go take a look at. Thank you. I'm excited. And by the way, we are, so the Better Nutrition Program, BNP for sure, you know, we, is our acronym, but it also stands for Better Not Perfect. Um, so we are also mm. very Better Not Perfect, and we're always <laughs> learning. And so that's the other piece, which is if you see something that doesn't seem right, or you see something that's missing, or you see something that you would wish, like, please, my colleagues, um, that's how we get better. And we're here to serve you all. Like, had a choice of continuing on as a practitioner and doing a lot of things that were all related to me and my business. And I was like, what if I actually shifted and made all these uh, help support all these other practitioners so that they could be as successful as I am? That's going to be really exciting to me because that's how we create real change. Um, and so uh, the only way I can help keep helping you guys is if you tell me what you need. So uh, definitely always an open door for feedback. Awesome. Well, thank you. I'm excited. I'm going to go check it all out myself because I think that's I can, I can think of like five people off the top of my head that would probably benefit from your sugar challenge for sure. Yes. Right. <laughs> and it's so fun. Like, it's just fun to tell Like, I mean, literally, um, I did it. Like I was so annoyed. This is how it, it I came up with this. This is years and years and years ago. I was uh, so annoyed at a, a get together with friends where everybody was going on and on about sugar addiction. And I was just like, you know, and cravings and everything else. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, I, I, go, I go to coffee with you guys. I know you're putting like three packets of stevia in this or you're doing this mm. other thing. Like it's not your, like there's no more sugar for you to avoid in your diet. Like there's something foundational here that's not working. And so I had them all bite into the apple and it was hilarious. You know, it was just like, <laughs> so then it, and then it stuck. I was like, this is just a gimmick. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, it's marketing, right? It's just a gimmick. Right. There's, no si there's no science to it, except for the fact that it's actually really powerful when you see kids, um, you know, young kids, because, you know, of course, like very early, like when they're one or two or whatever, they're tasting and they're like, okay, I don't yet know to like this. But when you start to get to like four or five and beyond, if they don't think that a blueberry is sweet enough, or if they don't think that an apple is sweet, and there's, you can tell right when that starts to change, which is they went from eating like foods or, you know, breast milk to foods, right? Or, or, mm -hmm. or formula to foods. And then they start eating foods that have things added or manipulated and you're like on that front and then you're like, oh my gosh, it's hundreds of thousands of times sweeter. And so we just now have amplified a taste bud and thrown it so out of balance. And that was where in my brain, I was like, oh, so like that, that makes total sense. It's just way out of balance on that part. So let's bring it back into balance. And for some people, it's not a 14 day reset because it takes a good bit longer for them to actually, you know, sure. be able to get that sweet taste bud back to a place where an apple tastes sweet, which is kind of crazy if you think about it, you know, like, but a right. lot of people are not, a lot of people don't find an apple, just a plain apple sweet tasting right now. 
I believe that. And I've heard that. And I am like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I know. Because you're right. Like you said, with the sugar-free sweeteners. Oh, man. It's yeah. just crazy. Well, and by the way, I should also, and I should add in that part, when I say a lot of people, like, oh, my gosh, sign me up. Like, there are right. times of the year where I'm like, <laughs> whether it's alcohol or coffee or, you know, like, you know, if, if uh, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm like, oh, I've just like hit a time period with travel or whatever it is. But where I'm, I am definitely like, just the acid formers or just, I just don't have a better balance. And it's so fun to do that where I'm like, yeah, if I'm honest, like this apple right now, it's about a four or a five. Okay. No wonder I've been grabbing for the dried fruit or gra- or thinking that like sure. every morning my espresso needs stevia. I was like, okay, pull it back off, you know, pull it back. So there <laughs> See, you go. So you, it's, you good for all, it's good for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yep. Totally. Totally. Oh, this well, is so fun. Thank you so much for, for engaging and discovering us and your curiosity. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm always open to just new ways and methods to help people. And I think that's what all dietitians should kind of be striving for. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm excited about that part. And that's the only, I mean, that's why we're doing this. Otherwise, why would we work so hard? Right. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> right. come on. Yeah, like if I wanted to work, you know, if I want to just sell stuff or do something else, I'll go like work for a company where I could just, you know, jump in there it's and, easy. and do it yeah. so much more easy. Yes, totally. <laughs> like cereal. Totally. totally. Way yes. easier. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, totally. So we, we shall see on that part for sure. Um, awesome. Well, and likewise, I'm so glad to be able to introduce your podcast to um, more of our people as well. So um, you'll you'll share this link with me when it comes out Absolutely. so that I can uh, yes. get that yes. going too. Okay, yes. great. And I just awesome. have a few questions to wrap up our, our conversation. Yes. These, are, these are the hard questions. So why don't I you know. share with me some foods that you enjoy? Okay, so the first one, everybody can eye roll all at once, but I just love broccoli. I have loved broccoli <laughs> since I was a kid. And, you know, my, and, and again, worlds collide. Like several years ago, I had somebody, I ran into somebody or met them as a scientist at Hopkins, and they were telling me about all the, you know, sulforaphane and glucoraphanin research. And I was like, no wonder, like, just because we're in such an era of needing to support our, our detoxification systems. But I just, I love broccoli. So um, that's one. I, I am definitely, so my taste buds that are in more overdrive um, are the ones for bitter and intense. So I'm like, I want a, a an espresso that is, um, I don't want anything in it. Um, I want, you know, if I'm drinking a a glass of wine. I want it to be like a crazy big, bold red. You know, I don't want anything light and sweet in, in that regard. And so the other part of it is I love cacao. Like I really mm. love the bitter, like I, I'm the person that'll buy the hundred percent or the 90% and love it on that part. Um, but I, you know, I think within that, um, those are favorites. And then I have a love hate relationship with cheese because, Oh, I love it. Um, but I also, <laughs> and I learned this early on in my life and I think I can get away like over time with especially like sheep's milk and goat's milk cheeses. Um, and, but as soon as I start to have cow's milk cheese, I get those white bumps on my arm and like, uh, and I let it go for a little while and then I'm like, Oh, I gotta nope. stop. So <laughs> it's hard for me on that part. So I do cheese as well. So yeah, a, a range, a variety there for sure. So then the next question was beverages. So a bold red and espresso, any other other beverages that you enjoy? Um, Let me think about that for a second. Um, I mean, well, I make my own. So one of our colleagues actually turned me onto this. She makes, she has a product. Is it okay if I say the name or I I can tell you what it is? It's okay. So it's called Daily Habits CBD, and I love it. So I never thought I needed CBD, or or need is a, an interesting word, but now I like I need it. But she she was like, "Hey, will you just try my product?" It came out. I'm like, "Yeah, but how do I? How will I even know if it's effective? Like, I don't need CBD. I'm fine. I don't have this. I don't have this. Like, I'm you know, I'm fine." And then I tried it and I was like, okay, number one, I can focus better. And number two, I think I'm a nicer person. Like I was literally like, I think you're like, you're, I tell her, I'm like, that should be the tagline, like made Ashley nice. Like, you know, that part. but so it's in this like fluffy, um, coconut, like you don't taste the coconut, but I take that and I add it to a shot of, and I only drink decaf because of my genetics. So a decaf espresso with that, and I call that the coftado. So it's like my cortado. Um, and I have that. And that's my favorite beverage. So yeah, there you nice. go. Nice. Nice, Ashley, a favorite beverage. I yep. like it. <laughs> exactly. Yep, exactly. Tell me something about you that not a lot of people know. Um, 
Well, it depends on if you follow me on Twitter or not, but I am. So to say obsessive is probably even like an understatement, but I am a crazy basketball fan, just a crazy basketball fan. And so, um, and I like so crazy that like, I actually consider myself like a part of the team. Like I'm like a sixth man, like, like I like have like the sweats during the game. I'm like, I can't, you know, I stay up till two in the morning. I'm my, all my podcasts, like when people are like, Oh, what do you listen to? Like, Oh, that you're, you're so well informed. Do you? And I'm like, no, it's just basketball. So yeah, <laughs> I would say my basketball obsession and it's, it's men's and it's uh, NBA and college. Uh, and I have some specific teams, um, but I really just, they, I just love it. And I love like anything, like I listen to the players podcasts and I oh, listen nice. to them. Yeah. I'm, I'm in deep, but yeah. So that, that's, and some people know that, but not as many know that. Yeah. What scents or smells do you enjoy? Gosh, I was thinking about this. I would say um, I know what I don't enjoy more than what I enjoy. Although I will say lemon, especially when I put it in the disposal and now it's Mm. like, um, you know, it's open on that part. And then um, years ago, I was introduced to Clary Sage for my dog. And I was like, oh, this is fantastic. Like, I really like that as a smell. So um, I would say probably those two would would be standouts. Um, But for me, it's pretty, I'm pretty earthy. Um, and uh, I don't like anything that's like perfume or fragrancy, uh, you know, like too he- like more heavy on that part. And then what brings you joy in life? Well, I'm looking at my sleeping puppy and boy, mm-hmm. is he a source of joy. So I, I had a, I had a puppy, I had a 15 year old dog who passed away this summer and Aww. the loss of joy at that point, right? We've all, we've, we've yeah. if, if you've been there, you've been there. Um, and it took a lot for me to make a decision to get a puppy. And I just, um, and now I have Roger and he is just such a source of joy, especially when he's sitting here sleeping. So that part oh, is also good. I love um, his name. <laughs> That's yeah, he, he, he is a good one. He is a good one. And then I'm so lucky to have my family is just a, like, as much as sometimes there can be moments, but I, I am really, really lucky um, with my brothers, sister-in-laws, parents, my nieces and nephews, um, their dogs, like I'm just, I'm, they are constantly just so grateful and, and a lot of joy there as well. Aww. Well, thank you for being a great joy for my day, having this conversation. I Aww. appreciate it. And thanks for all you do for our profession and for health and just for people that we care about. Yeah, I love it. I'm so glad we got to connect. So thank you. Yeah, thanks, Ashley. You have a great evening. Thank you. You too. I will have to say I did not, I like to not research my guests and like to learn all about them when I have them on the podcast. And Ashley exceeded all my expectations. She is doing such great things. Her history of just all the things she's done, the people she's worked with, and then her passion for helping kind of propel our profession and also the practitioner's profession and how important that connection is, is just it's a great mission and I'm so like I'm really into learning more about her program how that can work for my practice or even other dietitians practice like hey this can make your life easier you can give yourself some some reprieve from working and creating all the things this might be the exact program for you so I really highly recommend if you're an entrepreneur maybe thinking about becoming an entrepreneur or maybe if you work in a medical facility or a medical clinic and you need some guidance with you know programs that might work work well for your patients and your clients she might be a great fit for you and that you can find in my show notes or you can find it on the betternutritionprogram.com remember to be great always find the joy in each day and to start a conversation that truly matters